0: Welcome to Becoming Iconic, the masterclass for you by me, Jen Spiegel. I am your host and also the founder of Becoming Iconic, which is a global brand supporting entrepreneurs in their life, business, and most importantly, leadership. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome to pillar five of this series that I've been hosting for you, and it has just been a pure joy and pleasure. I am just in awe of how well it has been received It's no surprise. It's 16 years of entrepreneurship and life and growing businesses and doing my own, but supporting thousands of others. So these pillars are really supportive, I know. And I also feel like we're all ready for the breath of coming back into our values and what's important to us. So thank you. Thank you for all those private DMs and the acknowledgments and the aha moments and the shares and the comments, it's just been so extraordinary and I'm happy to be here in the last of the pillars, pillar five, and we're going to talk about wealth. I'm going to have a very different conversation than I normally would have in this pillar because I'm being called to, but I just have a couple of things I want to cover before I dive deep. First of all, pillar one, all about you. Pillar two, about inviting more spirituality in. Pillar three, about your relationships. Pillar four, about million dollar wellness and now moving into wealth. It's interesting because a lot of people will say to me, like, what? Pillar five isn't business? I totally thought it would be about business. That my pillars, one of them should be about my business and my mission. And I have a very different perspective about these things. I actually believe that my business is an extension of me. It is like my purpose, my mission on legs, out there walking around in the world. So I don't have a separate pillar for my business because my business runs through me and through me are all of these pillars, these values that I hold very sacred, that are very important, that are very, really solid at supporting everything. So that is important to just say out loud because I know some of you are probably scratching and asking that question like, hey. Um, So that is a way to receive this. These are the things that are going to support you in your life and business, okay? And of course, wealth has a very close encounter with business, of course, but it also has a lot to do with you. The other thing is when it comes to wealth, I'm actually covering financial and wealth responsibility in Illuminate. So if you are looking for tactical tips, because my journey with wealth has been messy and has been one of the most treacherous journeys I've had, and I know now it's all to bring me here to be able to have these conversations with you in a very honest, real but experiential way. And so if you want to know about hiring a team and how to hold finances and build finances and be responsible in your finances as your business starts to grow, Illuminate is the place for that. And so I'm not going to give you those tactical tips today. What I'm going to give you is a crucial conversation. And I have been, I've actually recorded this podcast five times. This is the fifth time and I'm just going for it. Whatever comes out, I'm just going to say it's meant to be Because I felt that this is a sensitive topic. And I also have felt, if I can be honest, concerned that I am revealing something to people that could create a disbelief or a jaded view. And that is not what I want to do here. What I want to do here is bring us back, hold us accountable, and let us be responsible in how we are articulating and communicating and embodying wealth for the world to see. And it comes from 16 years of watching a lot of shifts in the entrepreneurial space. I mean, friends, when I started at my entrepreneurial journey, I had a flip phone and you had to press the numbers so many times to get the letters to come out for a text. Like, that's real. And there was no Facebook, no Instagram, none of that. We had to call a U.S., toll free line which wasn't toll free to get on calls to communicate with people or do group meetings like it was there was no zoom it was the dinosaur years basically okay 16 years ago there were dinosaurs um but here we are so many changes and i love changes it keeps things exciting for me i have no problem with shifting and maneuvering and growing that is like one of my love languages but what i do see and especially because of social media is a level of irresponsibility and a lack of integrity that I have, I guess, been missioned to speak about. And I was praying about this. I was like, gosh, I don't want to do this. I want to have this conversation. Like people will figure it out for themselves. And all I keep hearing is, okay, so you want to be the leadership expert, which you are, and you want to shift the paradigm in leadership, which you are, and you want to talk about integral leadership, which is who you are, you must be able to talk about some of the hard things. You must be able to have crucial conversations and you must be able to be unpopular at times. And those are not comfortable places for me. Okay. And you will hear a little bit about that in the stories I'm about to tell you, but this is a little uncomfortable. This is a little uncomfortable for me, but we're going to Go for it. We're going to sink into it. And I'm going to trust that you know everything coming through me in this masterclass is from love and compassion, and it is not from a judgmental place. Instead, it is just someone who's been around for a while calling us out and into integrity. So let me start with the story. And this is really how it all began. So about eight years ago, I would say, I was invited to a six- and seven-figure summit, and this was big for me because for so long I hadn't acknowledged my success, and I really downplayed my success because my idea of leadership was massive humility, which meant I don't take any of the spotlight, I give it all away, everybody else's success is more important than my own, and that was my style. It worked, but didn't work, okay? So I grew out of that, and I now know that you get to pair those things. You get to celebrate and champion yourself and others, and not one takes away from the other, and you get to do both really, really well. But at the time, for me to walk into that room was really big for me because that was me kind of proclaiming that I belonged in there. And Although I was multiple six figures and at that point had created millions of dollars in commissions, I still had imposter syndrome when it came to talking about money or success in terms of income. So I go into this room and it was fascinating. It was so good. There's about 30 to 40 people. I didn't know many of them. I had a handful I knew and the rest I didn't. And it was all different businesses. It was just this like stew of people who were really heightened and ready to learn. And a lot of what I learned in that room is what I'm teaching in Illuminate. I learned some really great practices that was the stem and the shift in how I really started to handle money and finances. It was, it was revolutionary for me that night after learning and just being like sparked and ready, there's a cocktail party. Now I do not like walking into a room by myself and not know people. That is very uncomfortable for this girl. I am actually very shy until I'm comfortable. And when I'm comfortable, I'm, I'm fairly outgoing, but that initial walking into a room can be very uncomfortable for me. And I get weird and I look awkward. So I'm looking awkward with my drink by myself, not really sure who to speak to. And this young girl walks up to me and says, hi. And I'm like, yes, thank you so much for seeing me and like sparking conversation because I was like starting to get sweaty armpits over here. So she starts to talk to me and she says to me, well, like how long have you been in your business? And I said 10 years at that point. I think it was 10 or like eight years. I can't remember offhand, but it was, it was close to that. I was like, okay, well, yeah, like 10 years. And she goes, what? 10 years you've been doing the same business for 10 years and I was like yeah and immediately I felt shame and I'm like why am I feeling shame like why am I feeling like this is wrong like what's happening here and I remember really like getting more uncomfortable and I was already uncomfortable and thinking like she's looking at me like I I shouldn't be doing this like what is it So it's a really, really interesting moment. Like, have you ever had those moments where it's like outer body experience? Because my head's going a hundred miles an hour, second guessing myself going, oh, I can't believe I've been doing this for so long. Like I should be doing something else. And this is, I'm like, I'm a real dinosaur and like second guessing. And then there's the other part of me that felt really grounded in that moment to go, yeah, yeah, I've been doing this successfully at this type of level for a decade. Like, high five, Jen. You actually know how to teach longevity and how to hold a sustainable high level business. So it was really interesting polarity at the moment in my head happening simultaneously while this really pretty girl is like talking to me and looking at me like I've got 10 heads. So of course I have to like shift the conversation off of me because I'm not even sure what all of that meant. And I said to her, well, how long have you been in business for? And she goes, like four months. And I'm like, amazing. Like, I love fresh entrepreneurship. It's just like a newborn baby that's so curious, so much life, so much everything. I just, I soak it up. So I was really ready to have this conversation. But instantly, my head goes into like math. Like, what? Four months and you're already in the room with six and seven figure income earners. Like At that time, eight years ago, 100K months were not the norm, like we're not even really heard of. And when you did, it was like, whoa, it's not like how it is today where we're seeing much more of that. Eight years ago, that was like very rare. So I'm doing the math in my head and I'm like, she must've like literally had massive growth from the gates. Like what's her story? So I said to her, oh my gosh, like congratulations, you're already in a six and seven figure summit and you're only four months into your business. Like, talk to me tell me what's your story what's going on and she's like well i had a 10k month and you had to just show one month of making 10k in order, order to get into the room and i was like oh so in fact you're like i'm not saying this out loud okay i'm i'm doing this in my head cuz i'm not going to be rude like that i'm like so you're not a six figure income earner you're well on your way kudos congratulations like i'm not taking away from her but in my head i'm like that's so odd Like I'm in the room assuming everybody has already created in a fiscal year six figures or seven figures in their business. But that wasn't in fact the case. And so it wasn't judgment. It really wasn't, because I was really happy for her to be in a room with high-level leaders and entrepreneurs, because that's like just gold, right? I thought, oh, good for you for being in this room because it's just gonna expedite everything for you. But at the same time, my view was jaded from the room and I thought, okay, so what is it? And that was really the spark into realizing exaggeration and how entrepreneurs can sometimes stretch truths. And so this is where I start to feel a little uncomfortable because again, I'm not throwing my peers under the bus and any stretch of the imagination. What I'm actually doing is saying to all of us, myself included, Everybody, we have got to look in the mirror and remember that entrepreneurship is about impact, not income. Impact first, because income will always follow. Like that's a promise. That's a given. That's a guarantee. But what's happening is we are feeling the, the sway towards income and that somehow income is defining our success that somehow income is validating our expertise that somehow income is telling the world how much goodness we have to give when in fact that's not always true in a lot of cases it is but it's not always true and what i want to hold us to is a level of integrity and that we stop feeling like we need to exaggerate or stretch truths in order to prove ourselves our success our businesses our leadership etc So when you are telling people that you have made six and seven figures and you haven't done that, what you're going to do is be like a magnet to bring more of those experiences into your life, like clients whose credit cards don't pay or clients who aren't aligned or unhappy clients or anything to validate because you're in a lack of integrity. So these experiences that are out of integrity are going to keep happening because You are not anchored in and somehow you have correlated income to success and your value and your worthiness and your enoughness. And we've got to stop it. And I remember a few years ago when seven-figure businesses really started to amp up. I mean, you started to really see them pop, 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 pop. And it's so exciting. Like I... I am thrilled that women are having this level of success. I mean, the world is gonna be a far better place with women who are this type of financially free and are embodying wealth. I mean, I just know we're gonna do great things. But again, I started to see that it wasn't in fact that they were always seven-figure businesses. What they were doing is hitting a six-figure month, so having $100,000 in a month, which is amazing and worth celebrating, and phenomenal, and what most people will never be able to touch or experience. But somehow we have felt, because I had that one moment, I'm now going to create a bigger moment and say I have a seven-figure business. Well, you don't. You were on your way to seven figures, but because you had one six-figure month, you don't just times that by 12 and go, oh, made it. I'm in seven figures. It's not how it works. And what you're doing is robbing yourself from celebration, from the journey, and from the experience of actually crossing that threshold. Because when you hit seven figures for real, for real... How are you going to publicly celebrate that? How are you going to even own it fully when you know you've been saying it for so long when it wasn't even really true? It was an exaggeration. You were well on your way. I mean, the first time you hit 100K k month, you know, here we go. Like Any lid has just been ripped off. I mean, the, the gates open up when you cross that. It's unbelievable. The feeling is like anything is possible because that just feels so unique and special, and it is. But we have to remember that that is worth celebrating and owning, and we don't need to exaggerate it in order to be more successful, to grow to that seven figures. It's an illusion. We are out of integrity. We are not being truthful. And people who don't know any better are taking your word for it. And that, in a way, is really wrong. You know, I have never hired... A mentor based on her income nobody's ever even asked me like if someone said to me Jen what was your income last year before I hire you I'd be like I don't think we're for each other thank you very much because that has so little to do with how you feel around me or what you know I can offer or bring to you and I've never hired somebody based on their income it hasn't been where it's like oh you make so much a year or so much a month okay now I'm gonna hire you it's always been on energetics it's always been how do I feel around her how does she speak what are her values when i hear her speak or i'm learning through her how does it make me feel do i want more of that do i feel aligned do i feel like we're connected that's how i make my decision and that's how i would love for you out there who are hiring that's how i'd love you to make your decision don't get wooed and caught up in the seduction of money throwing around income claims and the the luxury of it all which is beautiful again i'm not taking it away From anybody, if it's real and integral, and in fact, your experience. But so many people are living in debt, living beyond their means, proving that they're so financially successful and they are not even able to pay off their credit card at the end of the month. That is the truth. These are facts. And so, again, it is not to diminish, it's not to pull away, it's not to put anybody in shame. It is for us to stand back up and realize that, oh my goodness, when did all of a sudden a 5K month feel like not good enough? Oh my goodness, when did one client or 10 clients all of a sudden not feel like enough? I catch myself in that guilty. I understand. But when we have those moments where we start to feel ourselves shift into needing to publicly pronounce who we are and announce our greatness and and all these things, it's when we have to anchor back in and be like, what matters? What matters is when people come in relationship with me, how do they feel? What do they receive? How supportive is it? What are the experiences? What's my service? How How is that rippling out? What's my reputation? Those things matter more than the income. And when those things are clean, when I am giving exceptional experiences and people's businesses and lives are flourishing and they feel seen and cared for and they feel my compassion and deep love and consideration for them, guess what happens? They tell other people. I would say 98% of my business at this point is referrals. And it's referrals because people are coming into my world and feeling so cared for, different than what they're experiencing out there and they're telling others. So imagine if I wasn't focused on that. I mean, it's it's like beautiful income coming in as a result of me focusing and anchoring in constantly to the impact of my business. Becoming Iconic is here to build steady, strong, integral, feminine leadership. That's That's it. That's it. Crisp, clean. It's perfection to me. The mission. Am I perfection? No, but the mission. And what's happening is I lean into that and it's starting to create a movement. It's spreading, it's global. But friends, rarely, I mean, sure, I'm here to celebrate a big win. I'm here to celebrate, you know, the biggest month in income or your first 100K those things are definitely worth celebrating share that if it's truth real truth and share and be be open with sharing allow people to see and be sparked by your ex, you know exceptional success allow that but let's not anchor into that where all of a sudden that's the only way it's a cover up and what is it a cover up for where are you not feeling enough where are you feeling like you need to prove Your first seed, the first seed you put into that soil to start the business, I know it was pure. I know it was of service. I know in your mind you thought, I have something, whether a a product, a service, a program, whatever capacity you are sharing or going out in the world, you had that seed. You planted it knowing that Oh my goodness, if I share this, my expertise, my knowledge, my wisdom, my passion, if I share this, I know people will be impacted. And that's, that was the seed. And that's how the roots were formed. So don't lose sight of that. Stay in that. Let the roots start to grow deeper and wider. So you're, as you start to grow, it's anchored in and it's steady and it's sturdy. What we find is people who are all here for the flash and the, the claims and the exaggerations and the performative personas that are happening, they're like a flash in the pan. They, they come in and they're like, woo, and the, sure, they sometimes really create this like big momentum and people can't take their eyes off them and their communities grow exponentially so fast and they it's like, whoa, but guess what happens in five years from now? And I don't want that for you. There was a time in my business where I I walked many, many women through the shame and failure they felt by pushing their business to a level that it was not quite ready for. Now, you can do that and hold it. There's times I've done it. But what happened was they did not feel aligned to that growth, they were not prepared for that growth. And what happened is they hit a 10K month or Someone hit a 30K month and the next month went down to 2000 and then 1800 and then 1000. And because they had publicly pronounced and announced what they were making and this level they had created, what happened was behind the scenes, they felt so much shame, so much failure because they had put so much emphasis on their income as though that was the bar, as though that was who they were and their success. And it, it really did unravel many of them. Some of them never came back from it. Some of them never were able to put the ego aside or to see the lesson in that or to celebrate the success and know that, okay, I've done it once, I can do it again. A lot of them weren't able to do that. A lot of them were so of emotion that didn't serve them that eventually they gave up and they quit. And I see it happen in the entrepreneurial space all the time because we are rushing in order to share something that truthfully, I don't even know needs to be shared. I mean, I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. I just, I don't know. I'm very neutral on that. I Sometimes I think, yes, I want to, and I do. And then when I do, I think, "Uh, ah, is that me? I don't know. Uh," Like I can really get in my way about this, probably some more work that I need to do. But I'm also really okay with being unsure because I'm very curious around it, where I don't have an opinion of what I believe is true to me or not. I'm just kind of sitting in it, wondering, is it in fact that as women for the longest period of time, I mean, it was just in the 1960s that we Finally, we're able to have a credit card in our own name. I mean, that's 60 years ago. This is not long time ago, friends. So we lived in a place where we didn't have our own finances. We didn't have our own credit scores. We didn't have the abundance we have today. Like This was unheard of. I mean, imagine if you told somebody in the 1960s that women were going to be online and there was just going to be popping six-figure businesses while they were raising families. I mean, they would have said, you're out of your mind. I mean, come on. Here we are. And what we've done is swung the pendulum, I believe, a little too far the other way. Where now there's like almost this boastfulness, almost this like, I don't know, um, clutch grip to feeling like that's that's what's going to create my happiness. This is what's going to create my success. This is who I am. And I think, okay, but what if we took the naive portion of where we've come from Match now with the knowledge and the work we're in now. What if we paired those together, brought them back, bring the pendulum back to the middle, and married those two? Where as women, we always remain humble and kind and generous and compassionate and truthful and integral. Did I say generous? I said generous, but I'm going to say it again because you know, generous. What if we held that? And at the same time, allowed ourselves to accept more and be more and be wealthy and be rich and do it in a different way than it's ever been done before. Because we will. We'll do it differently than men have done. We will. And I'm excited for that. But like, we got to bring it back. We got to bring our businesses back to service. We got to remember it's the impact we're creating. It's the impact that will create more, the ripple effect where all of a sudden the world knows your name and knows your business and knows what you stand for where your reputation is impeccable and that will hold all the income that you could ever imagine but we cannot lead with income it cannot happen i don't want to stand in an industry or stand with an industry where we really take it to a place that is unattractive is out of alignment, out of integrity, out of truths. It's exaggerated. None of us feel good in that space. I don't care who you are. If you're doing that right now, you're like, no, I'm good. I'm no, you're not because deep down inside, deep down inside, you know you know the truth and you know how it feels. And you also could possibly consider, what would that feel like if I were on the other side and I was being wooed, in a way that was really not full of truths. And I found that out and I invested in someone. And when I invested in her, I realized her business wasn't really what she let it out to be. And now all of a sudden I don't have trust with her. And then I second guess the things she says. And friends, it can be coming from the best of places, the most caring of places, but we've got to focus back in and laser our vision into the impact and service of people of heartbeats of the kindness and consideration of them. I mean, think about that. They're investing their finances and time and trust into you. What a privilege. And we get to invest our expertise and our time and our love into them. What a privilege. This exchange gets to feel so good, so pure, so clean. We've got to keep it that way. So our responsibility when we articulate wealth is to, number one, keep it real and honest. No exaggeration. Remember that this step, this moment, this 5K, this 2K, this 10K, this 100K, this 200K, whatever it is, is worth celebration, is exciting. I champion that. But it is not who you are. What matters is how are you standing in that? How are you leading through that? If we can get a grip on this and shift back into integrity quickly, it's going to be a beautiful place. I have a little concern that if we don't nip it quickly, it's going to flourish and eventually an industry will be full of pollution and there will be a lot of lack of trust and people will not be able to see the ones who are leading from a pure place and and have a lot to give and offer and are really committed to impact. We owe it to the industry to always show up as our best selves because how you show up in your business is also reflection on me. It is. We're in the same industry. Just like how I show up is a reflection on you because we're in the same industry. When you do something sketchy, it pollutes the whole industry. When you do something really, really well, it amplifies and elevates the whole industry. We are in this together. So let's remember who we are. Let's be great leaders through it and remember that no exaggeration is necessary. The success right now in this moment is enough. And when you can be in that and be full of gratitude in that and be so. Committed to the growth and so happy with what is, watch what happens when it comes to manifestation. Watch the doors open for you. Watch the clients come flooding in. Watch the impact be rippled out and watch the income grow exponentially. It's got to be in that order. And I'm going to hold us to it. Thanks so much for being a part of this series. It was really, really important for me to share my heart and my spirit with you. I think it was a really good opportunity for you to get to know me on a deeper level. And I'm really excited for us to in, raise the bar and standard for us all and to be able to look in the mirror and ask ourselves honest questions and ask ourselves, is this how I would want my child to lead? Is this how I would want to be led? Am I really being integral or am I feeling like I need to exaggerate? And if I'm feeling like I need to exaggerate, Why? Ask yourself the questions. Why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like I have to make it bigger than it is? What am I robbing myself of in the future by declaring something that I have not yet met? I'm taking myself away from that celebration. It's, it's just not going to be as big and beautiful and full of giggles and laughs and memories because it's just, it's not the fullness of what it could be. I'm holding us to it. I am. And I'm prepared to have these conversations and I'm grateful for the ears and the hearts that are listening to it. I am always open for dialogue. I know that this could feel triggering. I know that maybe you're someone that has felt seen right now, feeling a little naked. (laughs) And it's okay. It's okay. Just do something different today. Act differently today. Shift back. Change it up. If you've got seven figure business owner, on your Instagram bio and you have not in fact made seven figures in a year, take it off. You don't need that there. Okay. You're already having success. You don't need that there. And if you have had seven figure years, celebrate that big time because it is so big, so beautiful. It's so abundant. I I am so excited for how much, how much we're seeing The visions we are holding and the visions we're casting, it's amazing. We get to do this in a really clean way. And we're going to do it together. Go make it a great day. Thank you for listening to Becoming Iconic, the masterclass. I trust this was a gorgeous experience for you and full of expansion. And now I'm going to give you three opportunities right now to step further into your leadership. And we're going to do that through action and generosity. The first way is please share this podcast right now on your social media and make sure to tag me either Jen Spiegel or Becoming Iconic podcast, because I love resharing you. The second thing is through connection, sending the link to someone specific who you thought of as you were listening to this information and this masterclass who came upon your heart. That's a really beautiful form of leadership. And the third way it takes one minute of your time, but the ripple effect is huge. And that's by leaving a five-star review and a comment below. When you do that, more people learn about becoming iconic masterclass and more people enter this community and with more comes more souls and more connection and more growth and more expansion and all the things that we all desire. So those three things are ways right now you can show up in your leadership and generosity and action the things that you are learning. I appreciate you so much. I can't wait to be with you again next week. And until then, go carve and create and savor your diamond life. It's yours.